Welcome, Daniel, to the Big Red Podcast. Thank you. How do you feel? A bit nervous? A bit, yeah. bit shaky? A bit shaky. A bit shaky. Uh, so how about, I really want this to be more than an interview, more than a conversation. Yeah. So let's start by um, you telling us where you started playing footy and towards now. Um, so I started my juniors from under sevens at Salisbury North. Yep. And grew up from then to playing A grade when I was about 16, 17. Then a few things happened. So I left Salisbury North and I played in Angle for a year. And then that was terror. Yeah. Then. Because they weren't too great at that point, were they? No. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't doing football. I was going to give a up for a year. Yeah. Then couch and my brother in law said, look, come out to Hills for a year. So I thought, why not? And ever since then, I've just loved them, don't believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, when was that again? Like 2000? Four years ago. Four years ago. 2019. Yeah. So we all know how great you are at playing football. We all know that. <laughs> and searching for your Facebook, we, we have seen a few um, excellence in other activities, such as sports days. So you were very talented in the high school and state level. What sports or events did you personally rate yourself the highest at? Yes. There was a big photo of you over from the high jump. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yes. That was going for the state record in the under sixteens at that time, which was sorry. I was going back a bit. But yeah, just doing athletics, that was just to sort of keep me fit in the yeah. summer so I wouldn't sit around and yeah. I just sort of excelled from there and started enjoying it and I started pursuing that more and got that good where I started well represented the yeah. Nationals from yeah, yeah. Australia. So, right, speaking to Jeff and to your mum as well, I've, I've been talking to them quite the last few, 24 hours. So they did say how talented you were and you'd still hold some of the state records and the high school records, which is something to be very proud of. Um, speaking about your parents and your family, who are some of the people in your life that influenced your career the most? We talk about how your dad helped you dramatically in your goal kicking and it's really excelled who player you are today. Um, the love that Aisha and your kids give to you, how much does that like, motivate you each each week? Not the same. Like, just the support that my fiancé gives me, looking after both my kids for me while I'm playing yeah. football and that. Um, and as well as my mum, all the effort that she puts in coming down to watch her play from juniors to seniors, whether it's hot, cold, raining, yeah. I know she's always going to be there regardless. And then just having dad on my side, just having someone I can talk to about football from having troubles. Yeah. And ever since I've been holding football in my hand, he's always helped me with it. And yeah. I feel like us footballers, we, we don't really take the appreciation that others do invest in us. Like, my dad and your dad, you know, have always been there each and every week, no matter what the weather is. Yeah. Um, my partners have always been strong. Yeah. It's just like, yes, individually we're great, but there's a lot of people behind us that makes us even better. So, yeah. um, yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It um, you said before that, um, you came to Power Hills about four years ago and you don't want to leave. What, what makes you want to stay? Because, you know, you, you are a big star in, the, in LA Footy League. Everyone talks about you. Um, you know, there's offers, I'm sure, that always come to you and always say, oh, Weitra, come give us a go sort of thing. What makes what makes Pat Hill so, so great and why do you want to stay here? 
it's just the camaraderie, the brotherhood shit. Like people say, it's like they're your brothers and stuff like that. But it was like a big family. Yeah. Like most high footy clubs, some of them have like certain groups where if you're not a part of that group, you're sort of the outcast. Yeah. Where here in Paris Hills, it's just like one massive family, and it's just hard to leave. I just love everyone here. Like. I play football like everyone else does and just makes it feel so welcome, especially like my family too. Everyone like, yeah. yeah. And it's, for me, um, having a family myself, um, being a part of a club where you feel safe, you know, when you're trying to play football and you, but your mind's, you know, well, what's my missus or what my, my daughter's doing sort of thing. So knowing that you're in a safe environment, it really, yeah. you know, it makes me want to stay a bit longer myself. So, yeah. um, now this is a question that I really want, to ask you because um, you face a lot of um, attention each and every week um, so how do you deal with getting a lot of attention every week you know your 2v1s your 3v1s and 4v1s all the time does it take a toll on you mentally or physically or is it just a motivation thing for you saying oh look this they, they rate me obviously so how does that come to play because it, it would be, it would get tiring it, it has its moments but it just sort of depends who I'm playing on as well. So I've known most people in the Adelaide Footy League. So yeah. if I know them, I know how they play. So I know how, what I have to do um, or how I have to know how I have to beat them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, the three-on-ones, four-on-ones, it does get challenging. But then when you get the help from your mates, and that just sort of makes it that little bit more easier. And yeah. How easy? Hmm. How easy was Karim? <laughs> <laughs> He is a superstar. I saw rating he's very similar to me, same speed, same athleticism. Yeah. I played on Would you out, out jump him and high jump? Oh sure. Yes. Okay. Nah. Rem's a very, very good player, very hard to play on. Um I sort of worked out how to beat him, played him a couple of times. He beat me most times and I sort of slowly worked out how I had to beat him. And then last couple of times, I did get the jump on him and I kicked him four or five goals. Yeah. I still tell him to stay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, great. You're a huge AFL fan, as we all know, as we all are. And unfortunately, you do go for the Crows. Has there been a player where you tried to base your game on back then or now as a youngster? Uh, growing up, I've always had a few back in the olden days, like Ronnie Byrne, Andrew McLeod. But one person in particular I've always looked up to, I've liked the way he played, and I sort of tried to make why was Brett Burton. Mm-hmm. Always loved watching him take his speckies. The Birdman? Birdman. Always watching him take speckies, and I was always doing that in juniors and growing up seniors too, always going to that high fly marks. And, yeah. But yeah. What was your best hanger? Okay, I saw a photo of you at against Molson Lakes. That was a huge one. That's gone. There is photos I got sent but, um, of you in your. Sorting off days. I will post them on the Big Red Podcast Instagram page. I will do that. But um, yeah, your favorite hanger. Favorite one probably against Elizabeth. Okay, okay. You gotta send that in. Yeah, biggest ones that I've taken to the stage. Well, some people will say it's not a mark, but I'm I called it. So yeah. So this year has been obviously quite different compared to other years. You know. Yeah. Um, Past years, Power Hills hasn't been as strong as they were today. Yeah. Um, so what's the difference between, obviously, um, the previous years to now? Is it just because we're getting the results or is it a change in 
players is 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 it the tactics we're using what do you think that we are so strong this year for me it's more comes down to Forbes coming on as coach yeah. from what he's brought compared to last like last coach was good but just didn't quite bring the players that we needed yeah. to help us get through where Forbes come on and he's had the right ideas we sat down for the meetings and he told me like this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to happen and I sat there and thought I'm oh, you know, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll see it when I believe it. Cause yeah, yeah. The last couple of years and that. Yeah. And from day dot, he's been pretty much one hundred percent honest. And who's your best recruit? <laughs> best recruit. That is, I. And it's and it's starting with C. It's <laughs> um, so you got yourself Hardy. Hazy coming back. May Trav coming back. Shibby. Yeah. It's no, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's yes. Long stop years from now, there's a lot coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of superstars, obviously yourself being there, you're on 68 goals at the moment. Yes, so you're so close to kicking the 100 this year. Do you still believe it can happen? And um, where do you think you can get the lot of goals from in the last previous games? Who are you looking at? Um, For me, I reckon you're licking your lips with Mitchell Park and Water Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Um, it's obviously the last three games that I've played haven't been as what I thought they should have been. Yeah, yeah. So it, I'm in the mind where if it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. So I'd rather play well, do my part, help the team win, win that premiership instead of me thinking, oh, I'm going to kick 100 goals, do this on my own. And then, yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, like I said, I have reached out to Aisha and your mum. Um, unfortunately, Aisha didn't pull through to me. <laughs> she she didn't respond in time. But your mum and your dad called, called me about uh, probably an hour or two ago, and they did feed me with a little story involving a smarty when you were young. So, would you like to elaborate on that story for me, please? I was pretty young at the time. Can't remember how old. I was eating Smarties, saw Eminem's one day, and I thought it'd be a good idea to stick one up my nose. <laughs> and then realising that it wouldn't come out, I started freaking out. Yeah. Went to mum and dad, and they, I can't remember if they were panicking or not, but took me into the hospital. Yeah. Sitting there for a bit, doctors have a look, goes, all right, yeah, we'll get some stuff, get it out, just give me half an hour or two. You were waiting for about four or five hours at the hospital at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I'm sitting there for a couple of hours, and doctor comes back, goes, oh, like, ready to take it out, and I go, it's gone. Like, what do you mean? So I, I swallowed it. Oh, what a stitch. Yeah. Um, so that basically wraps up our little, like, main questions I wanted to ask. Um, but there is a little rapid-fire sort of segment here. Yeah. So there's about six questions. Yeah. yeah. Just off the top of your head. Who's your celebrity crush? The blonde chick from Big Bang Theory. Charlie Cuco. Oh, Penny, no, yes. yeah, is that it? You like Penny? Um, favorite team to play against ever? Like, where, who do you feast on? Uh, most of like some this year. Or it could be any years. Yeah. 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 Okay. Most annoying bloke at the club. Best mate at the club. Wait, what's your pub meal? Uh, Barney. And Coles or Woolies? Or Drake's? Go to Woolies. Really? Always on Woolies. Awesome. Uh, so, to wrap it up, I want to say thank you. 
for coming on. I know how nervous you were. Yeah. You're very nervous. That's why you ran late. You were trying to get out of it. Um, just to wrap it up, thank you so much. And I'd like to end this podcast in what is one of your warm-up songs in your playlist to, you know, give us an outro. Because I, you did give me the headphones one. I think it was against Mitch, uh, Mitch Hackham. It was a Frozen yeah. <laughs> remix. Frozen remix. So, yes. Yeah, you like, you like that one? Is that your favourite one? Yeah. Alright, mate. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Alright, done. No light, no more, no rules for me. Thanks to Weeks, who was very nervous, but ended up being amazing as he always is. We had a great chat, and from what I can say, everyone holds him at a very high standard. I try to contact everyone in his family, but I have nothing bad to say about him. He's just an amazing friend, a son, partner, and a dad. I do apologise for the interruptions throughout the podcast. Just to clear up some of Daniel's answers, he did answer myself as the most annoying and Bailey Spackman as his bestie at the club. Let me know who should be next and we'll try to get him on. I'm looking at Maddie Travis or Jason Hay. It should be good. Alright guys, thanks. Until next time.